Good morning. The scripture reading for this morning is from Matthew chapter 25, verses 31 through 40. When the Son of Man comes in his glory and all the angels with him, he will sit on his glorious throne. All the nations will be gathered before him, and he will separate the people one from another as a shepherd separates the sheep from the goats. He will put the sheep on his right and the goats on his left. Then the king will say to those on his right, Come, you are blessed by God. Take your inheritance, the kingdom prepared for you since the creation of the world. For I was hungry, and you gave me something to eat. I was thirsty, and you gave me something to drink. I was a stranger, and you invited me in. I needed clothes, and you clothed me. I was sick, and you looked after me. I was in prison, and you came to visit me. Then the righteous will answer him, Lord, when did we see you hungry and feed you, or thirsty and give you something to drink? When did we see you a stranger and invite you in, or needing clothes and clothe you? When did we see you sick or in prison and go to visit you? The king will reply, truly I tell you, whatever you did for one of the least of these brothers and sisters of mine, you did for me. So friends, this morning's scripture is full of this striking imagery, this separation of those who have acted with compassion to their neighbor and those who have not. Those sheep on the right will inherit the kingdom of God. They'll taste this freedom and liberation that comes with knowing this interconnectedness and belovedness of all of God's creation. But then there's the goats on the left, the ones who passed by their neighbors in need, the ones who walked along the road and didn't stop for the man in the ditch. They won't experience such joy in their lifetimes, that joy of knowing how interconnected and beloved everyone in creation is. So in some ways, this can feel like this really harsh, judgmental Jesus that we encounter in this scripture, and yet... These stark words point out this really deep truth, that when we live for one another, for community, for God, our lives are all deeper for it, more connected to the source of all life. So this morning, we will hear from two individuals right here in the front row who are affiliated with City Mission Boston. Now, City Mission Boston is an organization that lives out these values of love, compassion, justice, and companionship that we read about in this morning's scripture. It's an organization that knows what it is to follow these ways and values set forth by Jesus and to reach out in love to those in the community. Today, we will hear about the Lift Up program through City Mission Boston, a program that works to come up alongside people who are close to experiencing homelessness. It's a homelessness prevention program. And this homelessness is a reality for so many who live paycheck to paycheck 
in one of the most expensive parts of the country. So this program comes right up alongside folks. City Mission is the oldest multi-service agency in New England, and it is the second oldest in the United States. So they've been around a while. Founded by members and clergy leaders from Old South Church, which is a major UCC congregation in this area with the historic ties to Nahant as well, and Park Street Church, this organization was founded to address hardships faced by Boston residents, and it has served the educational, economic, and social needs of impoverished area residents since 1816. So friends, I invite you to warmly welcome Christine and Delciana up here to share with you about this mission of City Mission Boston. Come on up. Good morning, everyone, and thank you for having, having us here this morning. Um, my name is Christine, um, and I ha- currently work for City Mission. However, I was um, at one time um, a participant in the Lift Up program, which, as Reverend Meg- Megan said, there it's a two-year program that is designed um, for single head of household women um, who are either in the in the midst of um, or somewhere in the process of eviction from their apartments. Um, and I um, was in that process at one point. I had to, um, I found myself very quickly at one point um, as a single mom um, due to substance use. And so I had no idea um, what to do, where I was going to end up, or how I was going to do it. Um, and I had four small children at the time. Um, and three of them have pretty significant mental health issues. Um, And so I had just lost my job. I had been laid off, and I got behind on my rent. I had to go to Boston Housing Court, um, which is the most unfriendly and most frightening place anybody has ever had to bend. Um, And so I walked through the door, terrified, um, feeling like I was the 16-year-old kid um, who being disciplined for something that I, did, I didn't do, um, that I didn't have any control over. And I was told by the attorney for the um, apartment complex that I lived in that if I needed to sign these papers, that if I didn't sign the papers and make the agreements, that I, the eviction process would start, flow forward. And I was terrified. I had no one to, I had no idea that I had any rights at all. Um, and I just signed the papers knowing full well that no matter what they told me I needed to do, I wasn't going to be able to do it because I had no income. And I was just praying that it would buy me a month. It, at least it would give me another month to try to figure something out. And so I signed the papers and went to walk out of the courtroom, and some one of the gentlemen was standing there and said, you know, if you go to the second floor up there in the corner, there's an office. And in the office, they might be able to help you. And so I went up there, and the people from that um, room looked at me and said that they knew of this organization that worked with people who were in the, in the process of being evicted and that maybe they could help me. And they made the referral to City Mission. And that's how I became involved with City Mission. 
Um, and so I called, um, and they told me about how they had this two-year program and that I had to commit to two years, and I was like, uh, okay, well, I'll do it. Um, I had no other options. And so I started the program um, with n no trust at all in anybody. Um, and so I, they have monthly meetings um, for the mothers, um, and they provide child care so that the kids are in a separate room with people who are tending to the kids while the moms can um, do what they need to do in the meetings. And yes, City Mission provides um, financial assistance for back rent, and yes, for, through donations, they also help with um, if you fall behind in your utilities. The biggest thing that I as a mom got from that program was when I finally became felt okay was that I wasn't alone and these other mothers were in the same position I was and I walked through that door month after month realizing that it didn't matter what I said no matter what where I was at at, at any given point. Um, there was no judgment um, from any of those people in the room and the, we collectively um, Pat, you know, between us, we gave, like, I may know of some some place out there that somebody could get some things that they needed, but also they also gave, in return, place resources that I had no idea were even available. Um, and that, for me, the, the, the camaraderie that happened between the moms um, and the support that we got from each other, for me, was the most important thing. Um, the financial assistance, yeah, it was great. It bailed me out. Um, however, I felt alone. Um, and just a little background, I am one of six. Um, so I have a large family. However, the family I grew up in is clearly middle class, and they don't understand poverty, and they don't understand um, what it means. Um, and so I eventually came out the other side of that. I graduated from the Lift Up program. Um, while I was in the Lift Up program in the last year, I said to myself, I don't have anything else I can do. I have a bachelor's degree in early childhood special ed. I wasn't using it. And I had nothing else to fall back on. So I had said to Linda, who runs, she's the head of the Lift Up program, you know, I think I'm going to give it a shot. I'll try. I'll just apply for graduate school. And fortunately, I got in. Um, and then it came, okay, well, how do I pay for this? Um, and so I took out the maximum loans I could, because that way at least I could keep my kids housed and fed and I could get my degree at the same time. Um, and I completed the program in 2015. I got my master's in social work, and I passed the, li the licensing board um, a year later. And so today, I am a licensed social worker as well as what I do for City Mission. Um, and I also try to teach my kids that you need to carry it forward so that they were in with the other kids at that, with, on the monthly meetings. So my daughter and I today, um, we do the babysitting. So we do the child care. We provide the child care for the mom so that when they go downstairs and to do their meetings, um, which are educational, like there's um, financial literacy classes. This year they did one on sexuality and, and what, it, what it looks like today as opposed to when we were growing up. Um, and there are just a lot of programs that, help, that have helped but as I said, the biggest one for me was the, the emotional and social support so that I didn't feel like, I, one, I was alone. Um, and it was through City Mission that I found my, I was able to speak up for myself. Not that I didn't have my voice to begin with, but it was so buried. Um, and they helped me to be able to speak to people and tell people 
Um, I learned my rights so that if I ever get into the position where I'm going to have to walk back through housing court again, I will at least know, do not sign any papers um, up front, which I'm grateful for um, because, as you know, the, the housing is tough in the city of Boston. And um, any one of us, like Reverend Meg said, we live paycheck to paycheck, and it's only going to take one thing to happen, somebody to get sick, somebody you know, to say, oh, um, we don't need you anymore in a job position, and you're going you're gonna to find yourself right there. Um, but City Mission has been a great support to both me and I think a lot of the moms that have gone through that program. Um, and I thank you for having us here this morning. Um, I'm going to have Delcina give you her story. Thank you. everyone. Thank you for having me here today. Um, December, I started a mom support group, a well, woman support group in my community um, because we need more support. Sorry. Okay. <laughs> I recently, in this past December, I started a mom support group in my community because I felt as if more of us needed support um, and an outlet where we can go and talk to someone. And this was something after finishing City Mission and left that program, um, I felt really strongly to do. So City Mission, I got involved with them back in 2013. So, <clears throat> sorry. Um, 2013 was a really tough year for me. Um, that May, I had to leave my job after seven years, and my son was sick. Um, I was going through a breakup with my children's father, and it wasn't an emotionally abusive relationship. I found myself going through a, a mental breakdown. It was really hard for me. Um, I, it was a really tough struggle. And at this time, I had no income. Um, I don't even know how I got through that summer, but I know by God got me through that summer. I, I truly feel it. I had nothing, um, no income. My bills weren't getting paid. My rent was left behind. So eventually, of course, I had to go to court. So they told me I had to pay this money, and I'm just there. Like, I just felt really empty, like lost. I'm like, okay, I don't know where I'm gonna get this money from, but okay. Uh, I got referred to someone within the court that it helped me in the past. I sought them out. I said, unfortunately, we can't help you, but this is a program called City Mission, and they should be able to help you. Um, they gave me the number, and they referred me. When I got in contact with them, they said, you can join with us, and we'll help you, but you have to be a part of us for two years. In my mind, I'm thinking, oh, no big deal. I just need my help. You know, I just need to get my rent paid, and I'll be fine. I'll just kind of do whatever. I wasn't really expecting what they had to offer. I didn't know what they had to offer. Growing up, um, it was really tough with my parents. I have um, four siblings, and it was, a, it was a rough road for us, but I learned to be independent through that rough road. And because of that independence, and always trying to, always been fending for myself, it was more survival of the fittest, and didn't know that people were out there actually to help you. Um, 
So when I went into like one of the meetings um, with Linda, um, she explained to me that um, you're going to get a mentor, you have to meet the mentor every month or a couple times out the month, and they're going to help you um, with different resources. But then there was also the Lift Up program. I mean, you get the Lift Up program, the Moms program, where you'll have to meet once a month with all the moms. And, you know, I was just, again, just like, okay, fine. So when I went with the mentor the first time, she was very welcoming, open, but I was shut off. Um, she said, I'm, we're, gonna, we're gonna set some goals. And I'm like, yeah, goals, you know, whatever. I just need this money so my rent could get paid. Um, really just closed off, and I seen that she was starting to become closed off at the end of our meeting. So I went home that day, and I said, Delcina, what are you doing? She wanted to help you today, and you didn't allow her. So I went back that following week, and I told myself, you're going to open yourself up, and you're going to get this help, because you need it. And I did. So I went back with a smile. Her name was Amanda. I'm so grateful to have had her in my life. And I sat with her, and we set goals. And through these goals, I was able to get my life back on track. The pieces of my life were then picked up. And through working with her and also the Lift Up program, this group of moms that we all sat around the table, we didn't know each other, but we were all kind of going through the same exact thing. We were trying to figure out how we were going to feed our families each night, um, how we were going to get rent paid, how we were going to get our bills paid, the fathers, how they were mistreating us, but we had to survive. We had to take care of our children. And with each story, as we went around the table every month, we really pulled strength from one another. And that was truly a blessing. It helped me see that I'm not alone. You know, I'm not the only one going through this. With um, the admission program, with the program, they would give us $10 stop and shop cards. And for some people, $10 is not a lot. But to the women in this program, we were so happy that we got $10 to feed our kids because we didn't know how we were going to feed our kids. Um, and I'm so blessed for that. Christmas came around. We didn't know how we were going to get gifts for our children. But our kids had plenty under the tree um, that year and the year after from City Mission. We were truly blessed. And so many other little things and utility bills, they were able to assist us. And as far as like, um, again, with me and the mentor and me getting my life on track, I was able to go back and get some more training for work and got a job and slowly but surely picked myself up, found my confidence again in myself, found the love within myself and strengthened myself. And every, I finished the program in 2015, but I stay connected with City Mission because they gave me so much. And to this day, I still say I have. Whenever I'm called upon to do something, like standing before you all now, speaking of City Mission, I'm proud to stand here because I'm proud to be a member because they helped me. They helped me give me my life back because it was really hard. But they held my hand and they said, we're going to be right here with you. And this is the reason why I started the group in my community because I want those women to know that people do love you. They don't have to know you, but there are people out there that actually love you, and they are doing God's work. And I am one of them, because I've been there, and I know 
that we all need somebody. And some days are really harder than others, but with each other, with us together, sitting together, talking together, having faith in one another, we can get through it. We can get through it. So this is my story, and thank you all for listening.